There's a popular cartoon that frequently makes the rounds on the internet. It's an old cartoon from the Peanuts series. Even though it's been around for a while, it tends to show its face over and over again in modern day memes. So you could say that it's a cartoon that transcends generations. And it's an appropriate illustration for this weekend, which is the first full weekend of football, both major college football and the NFL. The cartoon involves Lucy and Charlie Brown trying to kick a field goal. Lucy is always the holder, and Charlie Brown is the kicker. And every time he runs up to the football, at the last minute, Lucy pulls the ball away, Charlie Brown kicks nothing but air, and wipes out all over the ground. And Charlie Brown falls for it every time. Every time. And you know that every time I see that scene, a part of me hopes that just once, Lucy will leave that football on the ground so Charlie Brown can have the satisfaction of kicking it through the uprights. But alas, it never happens. But Charlie Brown, good friend that he is, forgives Lucy and comes right back every time. In our gospel lesson for today, Peter comes up and asks Jesus a question that was hotly debated among the rabbis in biblical times. Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Now keep in mind, Jesus has just spent time explaining what they should do as disciples when a Christian brother sins. Go to the person yourself, then go with a witness, and if both of those are unsuccessful, take it to the church. You really have to wonder if Peter was wondering, man, do I have to go through all this over and over again if someone sins multiple times? How many times must I go through this? Seven times? Surely not more than that. The generally accepted answer to this question in rabbinic circles was three. We should all forgive three times, and after that, all bets are off. Not so with Jesus. Jesus makes it very clear, not seven times, but 77 times. Other translations say 70 times 7, which for those of you who are mathematically challenged is 490 times. But even in this particular answer, Jesus' true intent is not to give them a literal number as if they could start a balance sheet of all the wrongs people had done to them, count to 77 and then cut them off. Instead, the point Jesus is trying to make is that the disciples should be quick to forgive and that they should forgive abundantly. 
And the reason why? Because Jesus is quick to forgive, and he forgives abundantly. And because of that, not only should they forgive, but they should do so joyfully with the love of Jesus in their heart. But Jesus doesn't stop there. He tells them a parable that really drives the point home. It's a parable about grace and mercy and forgiveness. There's a king and he has a servant who owes him money. The servant was probably not a servant as we would think of today, probably more of an underling, but one with status. Because not only does the servant owe money, but he also has the means to lend. The servant owed 10,000 talents. And just to give you an idea of how much that was, 10,000 talents was how much King David donated to the building of God's temple. It was a lot of money, most likely a sum that the servant would never be able to pay back. And the master ordered a reckoning. And when the servant could not pay, the master ordered that his family, as well as all his possessions, were to be sold to pay back the debt. But the servant begs and pleads, be patient with me. Spare me and my family. We'll take care of it eventually. And the master, in what was a stunning display of grace and mercy, spared the servant and his family and forgave them all of that astronomical debt. If the story ended there, it would have a wonderfully happy ending, but it didn't. The servant immediately went out, found the first person who owed him money, this time only a meager 100 denarii, far smaller than the 10,000 talents. The servant demanded the money, and when it was not paid back, the servant had him thrown into debtor's prison until the money could be paid back. Even though the servant had been shown so much grace in such a huge amount of debt, he was not willing to show even the slightest amount of grace in such a small amount of debt towards his fellow man. He was more than happy to receive, but when it came to giving, not so much. The servant was the textbook definition of a hypocrite. And when the other servants told the master what the servant had done, it was the servant who ended up in prison. And because of the amount of the debt, it was definitely a life sentence. As for the disciples who were with Jesus when he was telling this parable, the message to them was clear. I have forgiven you a whole lot, more than you can ever begin to repay. And just as you are forgiven, I expect you to forgive. Not just three times, not just seven times, not even 77 times, unlimited, 
over and over again. Just as I have forgiven you, so you should forgive one another. For us as sinners living in a broken world, this command by God to forgive is not always an easy one. The first time we say, okay, that wasn't so bad. After a few times, we grow weary. It becomes hard. And after a few more times, we just stop forgiving altogether. When I get close to that point with other people in my life, and I find myself going down that road, I usually stop and I remind myself, self, aren't you glad that Jesus doesn't do that to you? Aren't you glad that Jesus forgives you over and over and over again? Aren't you glad that Jesus never grows weary of forgiveness? Aren't you glad that his grace and his mercy knows no end? There are a couple of things that the Peanuts cartoon can teach us as Christian disciples. First, don't be Lucy. As funny as the cartoon is, we should never do something wrong to someone presuming that they will forgive us. We're much better off just not doing it to begin with. And there's another lesson for us that's similar to that. We should not commit the same sin over and over again just because we know that God will forgive us over and over. That's called presuming on God's mercy. It's one thing to have a constant struggle with a particular sin, but as long as we commit to the struggle, Jesus forgives us. But if we treat the sin as if it's no big deal and make no effort to change, just because we know God will forgive us, that's where we get into trouble because we don't have penitent hearts. And if we don't have penitent hearts, there's no absolution. And second, don't be Charlie Brown. Even though Lucy over and over again puts the ball in front of him and over and over again he tries to kick it, we don't have to put ourselves in a position to be sinned against over and over again. God's commandment to forgive 77 times does not mean that we are required to put ourselves in a bad situation over and over again. When I was in my first parish in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a couple came in to see me because their marriage was in crisis. As we got further and further into the session, it became abundantly clear to me that he was an abusive husband. I flat out confronted him over it. And when I did, he tried to use our gospel lesson today as a passage to justify his repeated abuse of his wife. In fact, he committed both errors that I outlined today. He presumed God's mercy that he would be forgiven 
even though he did not show any sign of a penitent heart. And he used this scripture verse to try to coerce his wife into forgiving him and taking him back every time. As they left my office, I called the authorities right away and reported it. He ended up in jail, and I'm so thankful that the wife is safe. If someone abuses us, we are called to still forgive, but we are in no way called to put ourselves back in the abusive relationship. So as you can see, even though the Peanuts cartoon is funny, it is in no way a good guide for us as Christian disciples. My brothers and sisters, the Christian faith is all about the transformed heart. And our ability to forgive repeatedly can only come from a transformed heart. Forgiveness is not easy. It never is. If we look at the world around us, we don't see much forgiveness. Quite the opposite. And the reason is that most of the post-Christian world around us has either forgotten or never known what it is like for Jesus to love us and to forgive us. But we know what it's like. We know what it's like to experience the shame of sin. We know what it's like to wrong someone and have them forgive us and embrace us as a brother or a sister. But most importantly, we know what it's like to love and to be loved by a Savior who loves us dearly and forgives us unconditionally. That love of Christ transforms our hearts, and may we show that same transforming love to everyone we come into contact with through God's grace working in our lives so that all may experience the loving embrace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>